Fort Worth on Saturday without Coach Mulkey. Coach uh, had to sit this one out, some direct contact uh, COVID issues for Coach Mulkey. And actually, Reagan Peebley, the uh, head coach at TCU, missed the game on Saturday as well. Coach Mulkey uh, expected back at practice today. Lady Bears have a little game with UConn coming up on Thursday. Welcome in. Glad you're with us uh, in the 9 a.m. hour. John Morris, Stephen Simcox in studio. Good to see you. Happy New Year. How was the uh, the mini break for you? It was really nice. Thank you, Jim. Oh, good to see you as well. Uh, yeah, I was down with my wife's family for a couple of days, and then we came back on New Year's Day, so sort of had a nice long weekend. It was a, a good year in that uh, both Christmas and New Year's sort of fell on, on Friday, yeah. so you had at least that that three-day weekend but um yeah it's been nice the past couple of weeks to have some extended time off and ready to be back and there's uh, a lot going on because there was still a lot of sports while we were while yeah, we were out that's true yep a lot a lot going on uh it's been a nice break i mean i've i've had games you know in, over the last couple of weeks obviously mm-hmm. we've had a lot of games but uh, a lot of time at home too so it was right. really really good and uh and here in the 9 a.m hour for the uh for the final time for the foreseeable future but we'll talk more about that later uh not going away completely just going to another mm-hmm. uh slot in the schedule so we'll talk about that later but uh how about uh we'll talk uh, women's basketball men's basketball uh big 12 and otherwise uh, the bowls so uh, we now have our national championship matchup alabama and ohio state one week from tonight uh alabama looked good in their win ohio state looked really yep. good in their win over clemson they did. Uh, the Alabama game wasn't really surprising. Uh, Bama kind of done what they've done all year, but I was super impressed with Ohio State. You know, I had questions about them only playing six games going into it, um, but they beat a very good Clemson team and, and really beat them soundly. I mean, yeah. that was other than a, a quick start by uh, by Clemson, you felt like Ohio State was in control the whole time. Justin Fields was fantastic, and their defense was able to get uh, stops when they needed to. So. That should be a fun matchup. A lot of talent on that field next week when when Bama and Ohio State face off. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So that's the national championship matchup. Comes up one week from tonight, the 11th of January. Uh, For number 11, Ohio State, is that where Dabo (laughs) had them ranked? That is where Dabo had them ranked. I think he might have them slightly higher in the next next coach's poll. (laughs) I would think so. Uh, That's funny how much play that got. But Dabo, to his credit, uh, he again, he, he ranked Ohio State 11th in that final poll and uh, has taken some heat from that. But he stood by it. He said any team that played, what have they played, five games, six games? Six games going into that game. Yeah, yeah. six going into that one. He said any team that's played that few games, you know, he can't put them in the top ten, so mm-hmm. he didn't. So uh, I'm sure Ohio State used that as motivation. I'm sure they did. And, uh, you know, Trey Sermon, who was, was at Oklahoma, has really come on these past couple games for the Buckeyes. But it's rare that you see – an offensive line dominate a Clemson defense like right, that. I right. mean, they were just getting five, six, seven yards a pop, and that was in addition to what they were doing in the passing game. So uh, they they look really good. And as uh, indestructible as Alabama has seemed all season, I think that's going to be a good matchup between them and Ohio State next yeah, week. Yeah, very much so. I think it's going to be great. I heard some people say that the uh, Clemson defense looked very un-Brent uh, Venables-like. Mm-hmm. You know, just didn't look like what, what has been the norm under their D.C., Brent Venables. Um, maybe that's just a credit to Ohio State. I think it probably is. I mean, obviously, Coach Venables has been there a long time. He's been a, a head coaching candidate for a number of jobs. So I feel like he knows what he's doing. They just uh, they just ran into a really good team on, on Saturday. Yeah. So uh, national championship matchup is set. Big 12 goes 5-0 and in bowls. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Really impressive uh, run by the Big 12. Oklahoma over Florida, one of those. Man, OU was on a mission, weren't they? They were. Uh, and, yeah, an impressive win. I know Florida obviously wasn't too interested in being there, it yeah, seemed like. Yeah, and, yeah. and Coach Dan Mullen even made that known afterwards. But OU took care of what they needed to do, and they looked great. And, yeah, a really impressive showing by the Big 12 and Bulls season. Um, you know, I don't know how much it'll get play nationally, but they looked as, as good as you can. They went undefeated. Yeah, yeah, 5-0 and oh for mm-hmm. sure. One of those was a Texas win. The Texas team coached by Tom Herman at the time. And then as the calendar turns to 2021, Tom Herman is no longer the head coach at the University of Texas. That announcement came uh, Saturday morning, I guess, was mm-hmm. the first time I saw it. Uh, so they let him coach through the bowl game and uh, apparently all this was going on. A lot of back backroom conversations, I guess. 
and then the uh, announcement came that Tom Herman would not return as head coach at the University of Texas, and Steve Sarkeesian would be the new head coach of the Longhorns. Steve Sarkeesian, currently the offensive coordinator at Alabama. I was shocked. You know, the, the Urban Meyer situation was so public, and I thought once they got past that, they'd give him another year. I'll give UT credit. I mean, they are able to pull this off relatively quietly. Yeah. Um, that can't be easy. That can't be easy. <laughs> but I guess it, I, I made this point um, earlier when, when all this was going on with Urban Meyer. I just said, I, I feel like if you're, if you want to move on, you just need to move on. Like you can't let somebody right. twist in the wind. Right. And I, I think that's the situation they were in with Tom Herman. It was just so obvious that they were going to go hire a different coach if they could. Uh, so why not go ahead and cut bait? Now, it's interesting because they waited until after uh, signing day. So we'll have yeah. to see how this affects this recruiting class um, and all the dominoes that will fall. But, um, yeah, Steve Sarkeesian, he's the head coach again. He's headed to UT. Yeah. And uh, the the interesting another interesting part of that is Chris Del Conte, the AD at Texas, had said, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he was asked a lot about the future with Tom Herman. He said, uh, no, he's our guy for – 2021 <laughs> maybe he meant one day for 2021 <laughs> and didn't extend any further uh, beyond that those yeah those statements are always uh <laughs> sort of interesting the way they word it but it did seem like a vote of confidence and that's always sort of tenuous in itself but it felt right. like it felt like they had come out and said hey this didn't work we're gonna stick with tom herman and then they decided to make the change anyway. right right so that happened over over the weekend. Also, also uh, closer to home in the Baylor Athletic Department, Jeremiah Dickey, uh, uh, associate deputy associate AD, and uh, Jeremiah is leaving. He is the new athletic director at Boise State. So uh, terrific! Uh, really happy for him. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big loss in our athletic department. He really was Max's right hand man. Mm-hmm. They've been together for many years at several different stops. And uh, for Jeremiah, though, I know his goal was to be an athletic director, you know, somewhere uh, at a good spot, and he's, he's found that. So couldn't be happier for him. Hate to see him go, but congratulations to Jeremiah Dickey. Great opportunity for him, and congrats. And, I mean, that's a, a great football program, obviously. Um, never been to Boise, but that's an athletic program that's been on the rise for a while. So good situation for him to step into. Yeah, and he's got to hire a football coach, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't they didn't end up hiring Kellen Moore. Yeah. So that job's still open. That's right. Kellen Moore was mentioned very mm-hmm. prominently as a possibility as the head coach there. So he's he's definitively said no. He's staying with the Cowboys? Uh yes. He signed an extension okay. with the Cowboys. Okay. Uh, depending on who you listen to, it's either he said no or they okay. decide to move in a different direction. Gotcha. But he's gotcha. not on the table anymore. But he's yeah. not a candidate. So uh, JD's got to find him a football coach uh, here pretty quick or as quick as possible. So not an easy, uh, not an easy gig immediately, but yeah. uh, I'm sure there will be plenty of interest in that job. I haven't been to Boise either. We played them in the Cactus Bowl a few years ago, but mm-hmm. that was in Phoenix, and that's as close as I've come to uh, to the blue turf at Boise, Idaho. Jeremiah, uh, really nice, uh, kind of a subtle. He changed his uh, either his Instagram or his Facebook profile picture to a close-up shot of the blue grass, the blue turf. <laughs> at Boise didn't say anything with it just the blue turf that kind of yeah you know what it is I mean you it's do. very very uh exclusive very distinguishable the blue turf there at Boise State I mean it's it's definitely a unique brand I remember before they were a good team that was the first thing I knew about them was yeah. they had that field um I think I saw like Iowa State maybe in the Idaho Potato Bowl one year playing on it I was like what is this uh and it's it's become you know, synonymous with them. So it's it's good branding. Started a trend too. I think I think they were the first. Actually Baylor was the first. What are our colors? Green and gold? So we had green so turf. Green. Yeah. yeah. So Baylor was actually the first. But beyond that, uh, I think Boise was the first to have the colored turf. Now Eastern Washington has the red turf. Mm-hmm. Uh, Central Arkansas has the the purple and gray, you know, different yard lines and, and there's several others. The, yeah, there are. Those are the two that come to mind. I know UTSA was talking about having an orange turf at one oh, time. Really? <laughs> I don't think that worked out with the Alamo Dome, but uh, they, they have started a trend. That Eastern Washington, the red turf, is, is really striking on TV, too. Uh, very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very bright orange. All right, we're off and running on this Monday morning. We're glad you're with us. John Morris, Stephen Simcox in studio. Should mention Garrett uh, and his family still under the weather, but hopefully uh, on the road to recovery and back soon. So we wish them nothing but the best. Yeah, I believe he said on Twitter today he's planning to be back the 11th. So okay, so a week away. week away as very long good. as everything goes okay. All right, there you go. we got a target date for Garrett coming back in here, which 
you'll be good. But, Stephen, I appreciate you. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Look at hoops from the weekend, Baylor women and men and otherwise. We'll have that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Baylor Big 12 basketball all season long with Pat and John on ESPN Central Texas. The second-ranked Bears back home in the Farrell Center Wednesday hosting the Oklahoma Sooners in Big 12 play. 7.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 8 p.m. tip-off Wednesday for the Bears and the Sooners. Follow the Bears all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and to CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why. New truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC equal housing lender. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. If you have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. Today's job market is full of demand for skilled trade workers. Electricians, welders, mechanics, these and other trades are the backbone of every community. They're also a huge part in making sure the Army National Guard is always fulfilling its mission of service to our country and communities. Soldiers train to keep the power flowing, engines running, and supplies moving. The skilled trades these soldiers perform are the same ones needed in today's civilian workforce. Army National Guard soldiers are on the fast track to learning skills that can set them up for success at home with companies looking to hire the best. With options from plumber to helicopter mechanic and everything in between, soldiers are able to select the trades that best fit their lives. Their resumes are being built through their paid training and part-time service. Find out how you too can learn a trade profession and serve your community and country by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. Back with us, John Morris, Stephen Simcox in studio, ESPN Central Texas, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now we're into the new year, but the big finish event continues. This includes employee pricing for all on most new vehicles. Nearly every new vehicle has 0% financing for either 60, 72, or 84 months. 
Every new vehicle has no payments for 90 days. How about all of that? Available right now, the big finish event at Allen Samuels. Uh, you can shop, apply, and buy online at allensamuelsdcj.com, and they deliver a Customer First Award of Excellence winner. That is uh, your friends in the car business, Allen Samuels, Allen Samuels Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. All right, basketball from the weekend. Let's uh, let's look at the Lady Bears first. They win in Fort Worth over your TCU Horn Frogs, uh, Stephen. Uh, neither head coach was at the game, both uh, due to COVID protocols, had to sit that one out. Coach Kim Mulkey, uh, due to a, a direct contact uh, in her family, I think is what what they said it was. And you can understand that, you know, uh, just being safe, trying to keep the team as healthy and safe as possible. But the Lady Bears won 74-50. to Moon Urson had a big game for the Lady Bears with a double-double, uh, 21 points, 10 rebounds, and, in fact, seven assists, uh, you know, scared a, a triple-double on Saturday. Nalissa Smith had a double-double, 18 points and 12 rebounds in the win. So in Coach Mulkey's absence, and uh, this has happened before, Bill Brock steps in as the acting head coach. He is Baylor's associate head coach. Here is Coach Bill Brock from Baylor Women's Basketball following the Baylor win on Saturday. Just want to say that um, we all were just pinch hitting today for Coach Mulkey. Uh, we found out uh, that she was exposed and had a direct contact with somebody uh, within her family uh, for COVID. And she's going, has gone through the, uh, well, she will complete the, the uh, preferred 10 day quarantine period uh, on Sunday and she'll be back with us on Monday. Uh, anytime you have to step in for the head coach, there's always a little bit of a transition period there. Um, I was very fortunate that I had uh, this week, you know, to work with the kids for about four days after they came back from the break and uh, for us to get prepared for TCU, it's not like we found out yesterday. So, uh, you know, we've had to do this before, but uh, it's never fun. We always like for it to be full force with our coaching staff, but uh, coach just thought it was better that to follow the CDC uh, uh, required or suggested uh, guidelines and that's what we did and like I said she'll be back with us uh, on Monday she has taken some uh, tests this week and all of those have been negative and uh, so we just did the best we could do today and uh, our kids are to be commended for the effort and for the energy they played with today. Bill you know how difficult was this on you I mean and, and maybe did it help some that you've been in this in these shoes before, I mean, obviously filling in for Kim a couple of times, but obviously with your head coaching background. Yeah, I, I think uh, two scenarios. One is uh, I've done this three or four times prior. And uh, so it wasn't it was just really a shock to me about what needed to be done. And second of all, you know, I've, like you said, I've been a head coach for a number of years, but uh, you know, I, just like I told the kids in the dressing room after the game, I really, really appreciated their efforts and the way they let me coach them this week. And they responded to our coaching staff as we instructed them and tried to get them ready for the TCU game. And uh, the credit goes to them. I mean, it's hard for the players to switch channels also, you know, to go from listening mostly from, to the, from the head coach to going to, to listening to another voice. But I thought they did a great job today. Coach Bill Brock, associate head coach for Baylor women's basketball, uh, the acting head coach in Kim Mulkey's absence on Saturday. Lady Bears win it over TCU, 74-50, the final score. Now uh, they step out of uh, conference play for the final time. A little game with UConn comes up on Thursday. It is a 7.30 tip-off in the Farrell Center, Baylor and UConn. We've talked about this on a couple of uh, TV broadcasts, how strange that's going to be to have a, a top-10 matchup, two teams the caliber of Baylor and UConn, and at the most about 2,500 fans in the stands on Thursday night. That is going to be a really weird atmosphere. I mean, I guess they got a little bit of a taste of that. I think it was South Florida. There weren't a lot of people yeah. there. Um, so that's just sort of the new normal. But, yeah, that would typically be a really rocket environment, whether it was on the road or at the Farrell Center. And 
it's it's just uh, a whole new world with the season. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, so that is the matchup next up for the Lady Bears. Uh, they are now nine and one on the season and four and zero in Big Twelve conference play. The Baylor men went to Ames, Iowa, played Iowa State on Saturday. Uh, you might say a bit of a slow start. Uh, they, they led 36-32 at halftime, but Baylor was 0 for 6 from three-point range at the half. Uh, they did hit some. In fact, two of their first three shots made in the second half were three-pointers, so they did get that going. Turnovers was a bit of an issue for the Baylor men on Saturday, but they end up winning it over Iowa State. 76-65 was the final. Here is uh, Coach Scott Drew following the win over the Cyclones at Hilton Coliseum on Saturday. Welcome to Big 12 play. And uh, that means you're not going to shoot it well every night. And you got to be able to defend and rebound. And uh, uh, we like to take care of the ball a lot better than we took care of it. But uh, uh, credit uh, Iowa State for uh, uh, forcing us into some things that uh, – um, uh, we haven't been doing as much of as far as forcing plays and as much one-on-one. Um, but at the end of the day, that's, that's the big 12. That's why you're part of this league. Anytime you get a win, uh, you got to be excited, especially on the road in the big 12. Cause, uh, uh, when you're going against the number one conference in the country, uh, each and every game is a hard fought and there's no gimmies. There's no easy places to play. No easy. 23 wins. turnovers is what it ended up being for, uh, for the bears on Saturday. That is a bunch. 23 turnovers. Iowa state had 20 themselves. Uh, Jared Butler led the way for Baylor 21 points. That's a season high for him. 13 points each for Macy Oteague and Davion Mitchell. 10 points for uh, Flo Thamba, who had a really solid game for the Bears. And 7 points and 10 rebounds for Jonathan Chumwa Chachua as the Bears run their record to 9-0 and on the season. Now 2-0 and in Big 12 conference play with the win over Iowa State. Um, there were uh, some interesting results, Stephen, on Saturday. I don't know how plugged in you were. Texas went to Allen Fieldhouse and beat Kansas. Not only beat them, they beat them by 25 points, 84 to 59. Bill Self's uh, biggest margin of defeat in, in Allen Fieldhouse in his coaching career. Yeah, really impressive win uh, for the Horns and just a great effort defensively. It, it felt like Kansas. I turned that game on early in the second half, and they were stuck on 49 points for like five or six minutes. Um, rare to see them dominated like that at home. So statement win for uh, for Shocks Martin Company, and they've been really good all season long and, and proved that against the KU team that's been the class of the league for the long time. They, uh, they're somebody to watch out for this year. Yeah, Texas really good and really good in that game. They're 8-1 and one now. They're 2-0 and oh in Big 12 conference play. Kansas falls to 2-1 uh, and one in the conference. They are 8-2 and two overall. So a big-time win for Texas to go into Allen Fieldhouse and win it 84-59 to 59 over KU. Uh, TCU beat Kansas State 67-60. Oklahoma a big win. They beat West Virginia in Norman 75-71. That's a big win for the Sooners. Now, West Virginia without Oscar Shibway, and uh, uh, apparently he may be out for the remainder of the year. So that's a big loss, but still West Virginia number, uh, what, nine in the country? Number eight, yeah, no, number nine in the country last week, and to uh, to lose on the road to OU. So is OU still undefeated in, in conference play? Let's see. OU is two and one. Okay. All right. Yeah, I know they they had the win over TCU in their conference opener, and they get that big win against West Virginia. They're a team to watch. Lon Kruger always does a nice job, and uh, yeah, Oscar leaving West Virginia for personal reasons. That's going to be huge as we come down the stretch here in Big Twelve play. Hope everything works out for him. Um, but he's a, a major player for them and obviously a huge score, big presence there in the middle. Yeah, so OU with that win. Their only conference loss, a two-point loss at Tech, 69-67. So uh, Oklahoma's playing well. West Virginia uh, is uh, now 1-2 and two in conference play. Oklahoma, a team that will be in Waco to play Baylor coming up Wednesday evening at 8. Then Oklahoma State uh, won at Texas Tech on Saturday in overtime, 82-77. So you might say, uh, you know, of the five games Saturday, three would be classified as upsets with Texas win over KU, Oklahoma's win over West Virginia, and Oklahoma State's win over Texas Tech. That's, you know, given their national rankings, uh, you, you know, three upsets, that's a big win for the Cowboys to go into Lubbock and win it by five in overtime. The middle of this league is just so deep. I, I mean, Oklahoma State, you know, obviously with Cade Cunningham and Isaac Likely, they got some talent, so... 
they're going to be a factor every single time they hit the floor. OU appears to be really good. Um, we know West Virginia, Kansas, Texas, Baylor are very talented. So uh, it, it's going to be a grind every single time you, yeah. you play a Big 12 game. That's what Coach Drew said in that bite we heard. That's life in the Big 12. So Baylor avoids the upset on the road. Others uh, not so fortunate. Baylor in Oklahoma Wednesday at 8 in the Farrell Center. Then the Bears play at TCU on Saturday. That's uh, That game time has been set now for 2 p.m. on Saturday. 2 p.m for Baylor and TCU coming up on Saturday from Fort Worth. And that felt like an important win for Baylor because we haven't really seen them, you know, get tested too much yet. I feel like that was a chance. They didn't shoot the ball well from deep. They turned the ball over a lot. If you're going to drop, how do you beat this team? Um, that's that's how you would, you know, those are some of the elements that you would put in there to get it done, and they're still able to grind out, you know, a double-digit win on the road. Yeah, things that Baylor hadn't done a lot of, turn it over a lot, not shoot well. They haven't done that much, so they had to overcome that to get the win over uh, over Iowa State. Uh, if you heard our radio broadcast on Saturday, uh, it sounded a little different. Uh, I hope not a lot different, but we did not travel to Ames we did the game remotely. Uh, the best place to set up and do that is in our uh, booth at McLean Stadium. So we were there, set up, had a huge 70-inch TV monitor, got an LTN feed from from Iowa State. It, it's the feed that the ESPN takes and puts on the air. Uh, it was on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. Plus. So we got that same feed, and we got Nat Sound, and uh, you know how – you know, kind of I'm a geek about getting that Nat sound in there. You got to have it as part of the broadcast. And at the start of the broadcast, we didn't have it. Right. We didn't have any Nat sound or, or the, the channel with audio that we were getting had the ESPN announcers on it. So mm-hmm. obviously we couldn't take that. And uh, we we called their people at Iowa State. We had all this set up. You know, ESPN was going to get channels one and two. We were going to get channels three and four, which was clean effects. And we said, hey, what's the deal? We're getting the announcers and they said, uh, well, sorry, ESPN said they needed channels three and four for an international feed. And we said, hey, that's great. We're, we're not international, but we need an effects feed. And they said, all right, well, we will give you audio, clean audio on channels five and six, which sounds like an easy thing, right? But we're at McLean Stadium, and this is routed through the Baylor Vision control room at McLean Stadium. We're down the hall in our booth, and those guys have to scramble and figure out a way to get us channels five and six of Nat Sound Audio, and they did it. Uh, Chris Humphreys, Davis Deloach, and everybody at Baylor Vision uh, really jumped into warp speed and got us the audio. The start of the game, if you hear any of the highlights, the start of the game, it's completely dry. Mm-hmm. It's like me and Mark Weibel worked with me on Saturday completely dry just our voice and it sounds yep. terrible because of that <laughs> and then about maybe halfway into the first half you know we get the effects we pipe those in and it sounds much more uh normal you know like a normal basketball broadcast so i was in the studio during the game and you know i, I obviously noticed early i was like oh this is different <laughs> like they sort of sound like they're in a tin can yeah and then it was in the middle of that first half just all of a sudden <laughs> it pops on yeah. and at first i thought it was a mistake, and then I was like, "Oh no, that's just crowd." Because it was, it was really, you know, it cha- it totally changes. It does, yeah. The, the sound of the game. I Completely mean, you, different. you hear the sneakers, you hear the benches, and you, you hear the benches now this year because of the limited fans. But you hear the benches going crazy. Um, you know, you can tell, you could finally tell when Iowa State scored because yeah. you heard the announcer. You know, announcing their name and it, it adds a totally different element to right the, to it does so you could tell immediately when that happened right yes yes <laughs> me too so uh good work by our guys and thanks to iowa state no fault of theirs that we didn't have it at the beginning but uh but it worked and uh that was our first remote broadcast we've had one the women have done one their game at arkansas was done remotely hope we don't have uh, many more of those but uh you know again this year we make it work the best we can uh, actually, for Iowa State, Texas Tech, West Virginia, and Oklahoma State, those guys are doing every road game remotely. They're not traveling any at all. So they're getting very well-versed in doing a remote broadcast. Wow, yeah, that would be difficult. Uh, you guys made it sound good, and it was – well, I'm sorry, what was the past team pass? Mark Weibel. 
Pastor Mark did a nice job. He did, yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I like jump in there, Pastor. He was a little short with it, but he, he did a really good job and added some great insight to the game. Yeah, he's uh, he's a former coach. He loved doing it. He's the team chaplain for Baylor. Pat again is uh, in quarantine and and couldn't work with us on Saturday. So Mark Weibel was an obvious choice to plug in there, and uh, he loved it. He said he kept saying this is a bucket list thing for him. Mark was funny when I first asked him about it. Uh, he said, are you serious? Are you punking me? And he <laughs> thought we were just messing with him. He said, no, no, we're serious. And then even Saturday morning, we show up at the stadium, and he's the first one there. He's there before Bob or I. <laughs> and so he uh, texts again and says, I knew you were punking me. You're not even here. You're in Ames. I knew you were doing this to me. And I said, no, no, no. I'm five minutes away. I'm almost there. But uh, great to give him that opportunity. And he did a really good job. He did a great job. And uh, was was cool to hear his perspective on the game i think you asked matthew mayer about it before the game yeah, right about yeah. who he was and he was excited so <laughs> uh too bad you, you couldn't be there but it was nice to to have mark and, and get his insight uh, at the stadium on saturday yeah very much so so great to give mark that opportunity uh pat uh hopefully we'll be back on wednesday for the baylor ou game that's our plan as of now all right let's take a break we'll be back with more in just a moment let's uh let's look at the bowls and the big 12 a clean sweep five and oh in bowls for the big 12 this year We'll look at that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. Her number is 254-495-0338. You can call her or, better yet, just Google search her name, Amanda Cunningham Realtor. That'll get you to her Facebook page, her website, all the information that goes along with that, and all of her contact information. So just uh, Google search Amanda Cunningham, Caldwell Banker, Apex Realtor. It's Baylor and UConn in a top 10 battle of women's basketball powers Thursday in the Farrell Center. 7 p.m. for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 7.30 tip-off Thursday for the Lady Bears and the Huskies. It's the Lady Bears and the Huskies this Thursday here on the home of Lady Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. You already love our famous chicken tenders, but have you tried our fabulous Bush Baby sauce? Get ready. Our new Bush Baby chicken sandwich is here. Oh, and did we mention it's on a King's Hawaiian bun? Yes, you heard it right. A King's Hawaiian bun. Crispy tenders placed on a warm and delicious King's Hawaiian bun, drizzled with our sensational Bush Baby sauce, topped with three pickles, and bam! Introducing the new Bush Baby chicken sandwich. Pick up your Bush Baby chicken sandwich at a Bush's chicken nearest you today. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows direct. Spring is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are spaced with aerospace technology called SuperSpacer. And they have a life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google reviews. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Just call PP Services when the electricity is on your list. Call PP Services, your need is our priority. Call PP Services at 254 292 8908. Your need is our priority. 292 8908. Your need is our priority. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The Cowboys lost the final game of the season to the Giants, 23-19, ending the season 6-10 overall and missing out on the playoffs. After the game, I asked linebacker Jalen Smith his thoughts on the season and how he felt the defense grew throughout the year. We grew a lot. First time coming together, new coaches. It's a blessing to be a part of the Dallas Cowboys, but we're not satisfied because we're not where we want to be. Uh, we're America's team, and it's been too long since we won, and we got to find a way. So look forward to the opportunity to, to learn and grow. The Texans lost their season finale to the Titans 41-38. For Tennessee, Derrick Henry had 34 carries for 250 yards, two touchdowns, and became the eighth player in NFL history to go over 2,000 yards rushing. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Final seconds. Schaefer will sit on it. And the Sooners have set record upon record upon offensive record here tonight. Tying the most points, the most yards. And tonight, the Florida Gators weren't on the Big 12's level. Oklahoma dominates and destroys the Florida Gators. The final score from AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. Win column Sooners, Oklahoma 55, Florida 20. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. And down, and now Brock Purdy takes a knee. And the Cyclones are the champions of the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Their first ever New Year's Six Bowl victory, their fifth bowl victory all time. They dominate Oregon 34 to 17. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. I like cuts courtesy of the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The OU win over Florida, a uh, dominating win by the Sooners over the Gators. That was Chris Plank with the call. Chris, normally the sideline guy, one of the sideline guys for uh, for OU football, but Toby Rowland uh, tested positive. He was out for the bowl game, so Chris Plank stepped in, and, and I listened to portions of this game and did a really, really good job. So well done by, uh, by Chris Plank stepping in doing play-by-play for a big win for the Sooners. Um, and then uh, John Walters with the call, the Iowa State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Iowa State, a really impressive win over Oregon. And uh, it caps a great season by Iowa State. And to, to win it with their first uh, New Year's uh, Six Bowl appearance with a win over a program like Oregon. Just a great season for Matt Campbell and Iowa State. Really fantastic season. I was seeing some uh, people that are either fans or cover that team saying that might be best season in program history. I didn't realize until they made the championship game. I mean, it makes sense following the Big 12, but they hadn't won a conference title in almost a century. And that streak continues because they right. didn't 1912 beat was the last time. Yeah, 1912. Yeah. That's a long, long time. Uh, but really impressive job by Matt Campbell and, and that team. And I'm really curious to see, uh, you know, like what Brock Purdy does. I know it felt like he was going to go to the NFL, but he has a chance to come back for another year. Um, they have a lot of players that could run this thing back and, and make for a really good 2021 team as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and that's, I mean, that's part of a great season like mm-hmm. they've had. They've got a lot of really, really good players, great players, and uh, some of them will have decisions to make to see if, uh, like a Brock Purdy, comes back or moves on. So, great season. I, I think uh, I don't. I think there's no question. It's the best season in Iowa State history uh, with what they did. You know, they finished eight and one in conference, and that got them in the Big Twelve championship game. They were ahead of everybody else at eight and one, but there's the championship game, so they're mm-hmm. not Big Twelve champs. But uh, nonetheless, a great season for the Cyclones. Great season, and uh, yeah, beat OU early in the year, couldn't do it late, and then had that, fortunately, you know, blew a tire early in the year to Louisiana. But overall, really fantastic season for the Cyclones. So Iowa State wins their bowl game. Uh, OU wins their bowl game. The others, uh, Texas beat Colorado 55-23. to Really uh, a big night offensively for Sam Ellinger and the, uh, and the Longhorns. So Texas uh, wins their season finale, the bowl game. 
uh, in San Antonio. Oklahoma State beat Miami 37-34. That's, uh, that's been one of the best bowl games, kind of down-to-the-wire games, that I've paid attention to this year. Yeah, I'll give credit to Miami. When Derek King went down early in that game, I thought Oklahoma State would roll, but they fought back and, and made it a football game. Oklahoma State able to hold on and win. And uh, that Texas-Colorado game was interesting to watch. You know, Casey Thompson comes in there, and I, I didn't know much about Casey, but he looked really good in the second half. I assume he'll be having the inside track, uh, you know, with Sam Ellinger declaring for the NFL earlier this or over the weekend. Um, but they got some, some talent there in that quarterback room because he was throwing it all over the place. Yeah, that was it. Uh, Ellinger went out, I guess, at halftime. He was ruled out with a shoulder, shoulder injury. injury yeah. yeah, so Casey Thompson on and did, did very well for Texas. Kept that uh, offensive train rolling in the second half. Uh, West Virginia beat Army 24-21, the AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Good win for Neil Brown and the Mountaineers to end the season uh, with a victory in the bowl game. And then we mentioned uh, Iowa State to cap things with a win over Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl out west. So 5-0 and by the Big 12. Uh, unfortunate that TCU couldn't play their game against Arkansas. It would have been a tough game, but, uh, you know, a chance to, to do even better than the 5-0. and Yeah, it was unfortunate. Apparently, uh, you know, gave the guys a couple days off before starting bowl practice and just came back with some positive tests. Uh. And that's, you know, that's... That's how it goes, but too bad they couldn't get in there and play the Texas Bowl game. I know Arkansas was really looking forward to it. It's been a while since they've been in a postseason game, and TCU wasn't in a bowl game uh, a couple of years ago, so they had had you know sort of a short drought as well. But just uh, one more sort of um, thing that happened in 2020, I guess, <laughs> signing right. off with, with one more cancellation. Well, isn't that appropriate? It's how you end the year, end the season. So, but well done by the Big 12. I'm surprised Arkansas, you know, they want to get a foothold in Texas, the state of Texas recruiting. If they can, they've lost that for the most mm-hmm. part. Um, I'm surprised they didn't just go to Houston and, and spend a week down there just practice for the bowl, <laughs> even though the game got I canceled. Know. I think they're uh, – their buses were either already there or really? they were about to leave with the equipment. Yeah. Because there was a, a video. I, I think it was the latter. I feel like they were in outside the facility in Fayetteville and they were about to leave with all the equipment. Wow. Head down to Houston because there's a video of, of these empty buses just driving away <laughs> once they realize that the game's not going to happen. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> all right. Great bowl season by the Big 12, 5-0, and uh, the record for the league. Let's take a break. When we come back, final segment, uh, we'll look ahead. We'll look at changes on the horizon here at ESPN Central Texas. We'll have that, and we'll always, as always, share some birthdays with you and uh, momentous events uh, happening on this date. Take a break and be right back. John Morris, Stephen Simcox, back in a moment on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Texas Army National Guard. Aired by the Texas Association of Broadcasters and this station. 
Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC equal housing lender. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fridge, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The Cowboys lost the final game of the season to the Giants, 23-19, ending the season 6-10 overall and missing out on the playoffs. After the game, I asked linebacker Jalen Smith his thoughts on the season and how he felt the defense grew throughout the year. We grew a lot. First time coming together, new coaches. It's a blessing to be a part of the Dallas Cowboys, but we're not satisfied because we're not where we want to be. Uh, we're America's team, and it's been too long since we won, and we got to find a way. So look forward to the opportunity to, to learn and grow. The Texans lost their season finale to the Titans 41-38. For Tennessee, Derrick Henry had 34 carries for 250 yards, two touchdowns, and became the eighth player in NFL history to go over 2,000 yards rushing. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Back with this final segment, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. So uh, our final slot here in the 9 a.m. hour. Uh, things are changing. The schedule is changing. Uh, there is, uh, you know, what's the old saying? There's nothing, nothing uh, constant except change, <laughs> and and we are changing here. Part, that would fit for this place. <laughs> that kind of fits, doesn't it? But and partly because ESPN National is changing their uh, schedule as well. That takes effect tomorrow. Um, so that's why our new schedule will take effect tomorrow as well. Uh, the new lineup, uh, Stephen, let everybody know, uh, and and you double check to make sure we're okay to, to mm -hmm. talk about this. I know you and Q have talked about it uh, last week, but uh, tell everybody the new schedule uh, here on ESPN Central Texas that starts tomorrow. So some some good news. I know a lot of you have been asking uh, about Matt Mosley, who had the bike accident. I believe it was on October second wow. when when that happened. Um, it's been a, a long road to recovery for him. He is pretty much cleared to do, you know, most of what he was doing before the, uh, the injury. So he's coming back starting tomorrow and he's going to do a one hour show from one to two. Uh, and then JMO, you'll be on from two to three, which you were on that slot for right. a long time right. before moving to the mornings. Uh, and afternoons are gonna be a little bit different stretch is still going to be with us. He's going to do a show from three to four. They're going to call it the Glenn Stretch Smith show. And then Tom will do uh, the, the late afternoons from four to six. So he'll sort of do drive time from four to six. So we'll only we'll be local from one to six. Um, as you said, the national schedule, uh, Mike Greenberg is going to follow um, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin starting tomorrow. So that'll be and on at nine. That'll be on at nine. Tomorrow, yeah. And then I believe that's followed by uh, – Bart and Han, which is Bart Scott, and I can't place the name of the his co-host, but it's a show that's been on in New York right. that they're adding to the national lineup as part of the the shuffle. But 
We'll be on at 1 o'clock with Matt, and uh, Jamo, your show will move back to that 2 to 3 hour. All right. Well, we've been there before, mm-hmm. and uh, I really got used to the 9 a.m. hour. Uh, loved it. It worked out better with my Baylor schedule. Right. But we'll make this work. We made it work before, so it, it'll be fine. So um, changes uh, are happening, and they happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I know that's uh, sort of juggling with you with traveling for basketball and those kind of things. But as you said, made it work before, so we'll do that. And then today, a- after JMO signs off here in a few minutes, we'll actually be national from 10 to 3 because off the bench, which was on from 10 to noon, is no longer going to be part of our lineup. And UNR, if you haven't heard, uh, is moving to Fox, which is just a couple studios down. It's uh, 1330 a.m. on your dial. And if you have the, the Syntax Sports Fan app, you can listen to Fox just like you would ESPN, there's an option to do that. Uh, but Q and myself will be doing three to six on Fox. So just more options for you locally. Um, if you want to listen to UNR, you can. If you want to listen to Stretch, followed by Tom, you can do that. A lot of options on the dial if you're in the, the Central Texas area. Yeah, very good. All right, good good deal. That's uh, all taking effect tomorrow. And, uh, Stephen, sorry about your your show. You were just getting traction, just getting going there. Sorry about that, but glad you're still here and glad we're all still uh, making radio. Glad I'm still here, too. And, uh, yeah, it was it was fun to sort of slide over to a different role for a little while, but obviously I've produced a lot of different time slots before in shows, so <laughs> I'm, I'm adaptable, and it'll be good to – to pair up with Matt again, even though it's a little shorter than, than we've been doing in the yeah. past. You've hit pretty much every time slot, haven't you? Yes, I have done. Uh, I think you have it, every yeah, slot. Have, other than like overnights, which yeah. we don't do here. But <laughs> right. I've I've run games late at night. Right. Uh, and I did a morning show with Warden Q. So I think of the day parts, I've hit pretty much every single I think slot. You have. Imagine. <laughs> exactly. All right. So that all takes effect uh, tomorrow. Uh, if you tune in at, at 9 a.m. tomorrow, and we sure want you to, uh, you'll hear Greeny, uh, Mike Greenberg, uh, who moves up to 9 a.m. Central Time on ESPN Radio. All right. Uh, mention a couple birthdays before we get out of here. Uh, actually, one sad note, uh, Greg Bruner's dad, Mr. Dwayne Bruner, passed away uh, in the early morning hours yesterday. Mr. Bruner had really struggled uh, here in recent uh, days, in recent months. So remember the Bruners in your prayers. And, uh, uh, boy, I love the Bruners. They are they are family to me. And uh just uh, really enjoyed uh, working with them and being around them through the years. So Mr. Dwayne Bruner passed away yesterday. He's the answer to a trivia question, a Baylor-related trivia question, Stephen. Uh, as I don't know how many people can say this, but he was on the field for the first game at what was then Baylor Stadium and the last game that was then Floyd Casey Stadium. Wow. Yeah, so 1950, he was in the Baylor Band uh, and he was on the field. He marched on the field in 1950. And then uh, the last game, which would have been 2013, that Texas game, they recognized our uh, car dealers, uh, partners on the field at that game. And he was out there on the field. <laughs> so the first game at Baylor Stadium and the last game at Floyd Casey Stadium. Yeah, it's a pretty incredible legacy of, of supporting is. Baylor to be there at the, the inaugural and the final game um, at that place. And uh, yeah, the Bruner family. I mean, if if you've been around here and if you've listened to the station, you you hear it every day on the sports beat and um, on this show. Uh, they've been supporters of of you know Baylor athletics for a long time. Great people, mm-hmm. really great people. All right, quickly, and we got to get out on time because we're hitting network at the top of the hour. Blake Harris's birthday today. Abby Loring's birthday today. Recently engaged to Derek Westbrook. Uh, Cody Soto in the athletic department. It's Cody's birthday today. Scott Cook, good friend of mine from high school. Today's Scotty's birthday up in Lexington, Kentucky. All right, we got to go. Thanks very much. Uh, Talk to you tomorrow at 2 p.m. New shows, new schedule begins tomorrow here on ESPN Central Texas.